Hello, First Free. This is Kyle, one of your pastors. Today we'll be starting 2 Peter, and I'll be commenting on chapter 1. So if you want to go ahead and open up your Bibles, go ahead and do it. Now it's clear from the jump of this letter that Peter knows that his earthly life will be coming to an end soon. And this is because Jesus told him that he would die a martyr. But the Peter that we meet post-Pentecost is no longer the Peter that's fearful of suffering for Jesus. In light of this, Peter writes to exhort his fellow believers to remain steadfast through the chaotic times that lay ahead. Today I'll be focusing on verses 3-9, through nine, so let me go ahead and read it. I'll make a few quick notes and then ask a few questions to help us process what we've read today. 2 Peter, verse 3-9. through nine. By His divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know Him, the One who called us to Himself by means of His marvelous glory and excellence. And because of His glory and excellence, He has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share His divine nature and escape the world's corruptions caused by human desires. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence, and moral excellence with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with patient endurance, and patient endurance with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in the knowledge of your Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old former sins. Now, I just read a lot there, but let me summarize things this way to be concise. First, it's clear that Peter's main objective is for his hearers to not follow Jesus in some lame, mediocre way. And if we're being honest, and we have our heads on right, none of us should want to either. But did you catch the first few words of this in verse 3? He says that by God's divine nature, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Let me just press pause for a minute. Do you actually believe and trust that God has given you all that you need to follow him faithfully with your life? Because if you do, then that means that you believe that God is not stingy with giving us what we need. First question, why is this something that you need to remember today? Why is this something that you need to remember every day? I have no idea what you may be facing or going up against today, but God does. And he is more than willing to walk alongside you through it and to give you everything you need to do whatever he's called you to do faithfully. Secondly, Peter tells his hearers that trusting in God's character and graciousness is foundational, yes. But he also tells them that they need to continually let God develop spiritual character within them. In verses 5-7, through Peter gives a list including Christ-like characters that we should ascribe to. Now, in any of these things, no one bats a thousands, and certainly if we're batting a thousand with any of them, we don't do it all at the same time. But if you would, take a moment to read over the list in verses 5 through 7. 
Take some time to look over them and circle one or two that you feel like God may be leading you to work on right now. Now, thank him that his grace abounds for you as he grows you there. And trust that he will give you everything that you need in Christ to do it well. Share with someone this week what you circled and what you were praying for God to show you this week so that you can walk faithfully with him. It's been fun having this moment with you in the word today. I pray that God used it to change the way that you think, live, and worship today. God bless.